Hey, Dane. Hey, how's it going? Man, um, I'm over here pondering from the last episode. I had mm-hmm. to kind of check myself. I don't think I can quote all of Ice Ice Baby. I'm a little disappointed with myself. Rolling with a ragtop down, 5.0, hair can blow. And that's all I remember, Dane. So can Man. you still freestyle it? Or- <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, as a matter of fact, I did it from the time we I last talked to you. Isn't that still your ringtone on your Motorola Razor too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I still have the I still have the jacket and the pants too. That's so. awesome, man. So uh, you know, I speaking of things that never go out of style, we've got an amazing episode tonight for you. Um, top deck, top shelf, as I like to call it. Um, they call her, we call her Coach Age. That's her Twitter handle too. Laura Heverling, little little really really dynamite school called Maryland Terrapins. Dane, you ever heard of that? Uh, <laughs> they, I've heard of it once or twice. The, the world has heard of them, and they have a, a amazing college softball program that's just getting it done. Um, their players, I've had a chance to talk to a couple of them, and I had a chance to really reach out and ask Coach H if she wanted to come on the show. And I was fanboying out when she said yes. I'm like, we've been watching forever yes. out there, you know, even whooping up on us. Oh, you people, and it's like, man, this is really really cool to, to get her on. So let's get to it before she says no. <laughs> So, uh, without without any hesitation, Dane, I'd like to introduce um, Coach H. Coach H, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Excellent. Awesome, Coach. It's our privilege. To... Privilege. <laughs> yes. Thanks for having me. We're trying to soldier through a, another cold night here in the, in the Midwest. Oh. Yeah, in the yeah. Midwest. It's <laughs> hope, hope you're doing the same, and the holidays are treating you well so far. Yes. Yes. My, my, Dane, my wife said, what's the temperature? And I said, there's not one right now. So <laughs> that's how cold yeah. it is, Coach. So anyway, Coach, we'll a uh, little breakdown of what we like to do. We have some questions that we ask um, on behalf of the audience and things that have been compiled over the years. I've kind of told you our story and what we do. Um, and then we'll go back and forth, Dane and I. And then we'll have a little segment that I like after Dane does some like deep thinking questions for you. Um, I'll do a little fun, uh, silly rapid fire questions. And then we'll give you some time to kind of preach your brand and message to the audience before we wrap it up, okay? So sounds great. Awesome. So coach, my first question for you, obviously the success here, we know that before that, when I look at your career of, you know, Utah state and whatnot, how long take me back in the day, maybe it's, you know, when you were high school coaching or whatnot, when did it all begin? How long have you been coaching overall in your career? Yeah. So, um, I've been coaching since, um, 2006, uh, fall of 2006. Okay. Yeah. So started all the way back then. It's been a while now. What team was that? What age group and all that? Um, I was actually, so I finished, I graduated. Um, I actually had to stay an extra semester uh, to take classes at University of North Carolina, Pembroke. Okay. And um, my boss, who was actually at Utah State, Steve, Steve Johnson, mm-hmm. um, he was my college coach at UNC Pembroke. And okay. he asked me to stay on, finish my degree, and be a student assistant. So that's when it all started as a coach. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. you you came in at a high level. That's awesome. And I always ask some of these coaches, like the ones we've had over the past couple of months, did you get a chance, you know, going back even before that, because I you know graduated, you know, some of the player coaches and people that grew up, did you spend any time, you know, whether it be like Little League or – I mean, I'm going back in the day. Did you do any of that before the – the elite careers you have now, you know, maybe it's rec league, summer league. Did you dabble with any of that stuff before making it to the elite level that you are now? Um, I mean, I playing wise. Yes. Um, you know, I started, I actually played boys baseball growing up and then, <laughs> awesome. Um, they didn't have fast pitch. Uh, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they had, um, slow pitch and I said, I want to play boys baseball. So I did. I love and that. Then have been playing softball ever since I think I was eight years old. 
Um, so yeah, started at a young age and um, never looked back. That is cool. I like the evolution of, we talk about this a lot. Um, God bless us both with daughters. We have daughter players and whatnot. And we, we've always said one of the main reasons we got into doing this, we want, and as it should be, and I love to see it now, women's sports getting that same respect as it should have been all along. I love to yep. see that you're a part of that. You're on that, that upper crest of, look, there's more people a lot of days these days, coach, that'll watch softball than baseball. And I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys are at that level where now it's the way it should have been all along. It's cool to see, like you said, your story. So now all the future generations don't have to, again, love baseball. They can pick if they want to do baseball or softball because of coaches like yourself that promote this brand, you know? So, um, and that's awesome. So, man, coach, I just, I'm inspired by, again, what you do just inspires me. Again, being where I'm in a house full of awesome ladies in my house just what you do for my family and the next generation. I just, I gush over it. So thank you for what you do. So Dan, that next one's you, man. Next question. Um, Whenever you're out there coaching, what girls or what positions do you typically like to, to work with? Yeah. So, um, since I kind of started straight out, um, I, uh, was a pitcher. I caught and I played infield, um, you know, growing up, but, uh, my passion is pitching. Um, I've Mm -hmm. been in the bullpen since day one, pretty much. Um, I work with our pitchers um, and I've also worked with our catchers because, you know, they're on both sides of it and mm-hmm. um, just something I'm super passionate about. I love, I could be in a bullpen all day long. Oh yeah. Really? Okay. And so that, that is a, that's, there's a mindset behind that. And yep. we know a couple like that, like Dane, your wife, she's a pitching coach. She, she could eat that stuff up and she could also, mm-hmm. you know, catch. So it's cool to see coach. Is that, naturally did that come about just from day one you always wanted to be that way or did you fall into it after watching a certain game or something what gave you that love for being in the bullpen you know um you know I just think like the game obviously starts with the pitcher right Mm -hmm. can't start on either side without the pitcher um and you know growing up actually what made me want to start pitching was I started catching and I remember Mm -hmm. it was rec league and this pitcher I was catching could not throw strikes (laughs) okay (laughs) and I just remember sitting there and I was like, Hey, I think I want to be a pitcher. And my parents were like, good. We don't have to buy the catcher's gear anymore. (laughs) That's awesome. And so I got on the mound and they're like, just throw strikes. And I'm like, all right. So pitching coaches later, you know, all, all of the above given to me and helped me. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think I just, I thought, I thought it, it's such a, it's so strategic, um, when you're on the mound, Um, you know, things that you want to accomplish. And I just really like helping pitchers grow Mm -hmm. on all sides of, you know, um, on the mound, um, in their mind, what they're trying to accomplish. So, yeah, there's a, there's a, go ahead, Dane. I was going to say, so what was your, what was your out pitch? What was your deadliest pitch? Um, Drop ball. (laughs) Drop ball. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I don't, I'll mess with that. If, if someone throws me a drop ball, even as a, as a grown man and a girl, one of our 12 views, I'm, I'm walking off the field. So, <laughs> so that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I love the, I love the way you go and that technical side of it. And it's cool. You kind of being a student in the game too, where listening to you, we could talk for hours about your technical prowess. And, you know, again, like our daughters, we go to pitching lessons three or four times a week. One of my daughter's pitcher, both of us, uh, Dane has a, a all state pitcher, but like, yes, that's cool. We know there's technique and all that, but just the love you have for the game. 
like you're in it. And even starting in 2006, you've had some good success and you've continued to stay at the top and you still love it. It's not getting old to you, you know, and I like that that you're progressing yeah. it. The more you play, it's like the more you want to do it. That's really cool. So, um, coach, I, again, I have to I have to stop sometimes because I just I start kind of getting energized <laughs> about what you're doing and it makes me want to go out there and play too, you know, so really cool. Awesome. So the next question, we kind of circle back to um, kind of a, a, a influence question obviously with the influences you've had and you've had a lot of top you know talent around you that you know also you being top talent coaching top talent players and whatnot is there a certain athletic influence you've had though whether it's when you're growing up or you know in your staff who has stood out to you the most as being that influence for you in your coaching or sports life altogether yeah um you know i look back all the way to when i started in this game um you know i played for three co- three to four coaches growing up throughout mm-hmm. my whole career and something about them just made me um love what I do every single day um I remember when we used to practice every single day travel ball three hours a day right oh, wow. mm-hmm. um and I played for a team out of Miami and I'll just like the the practices were intense and tough and challenged you and you never wanted to leave. You wanted to come back no matter how much running you had to do. Like it was Mm -hmm. so much fun. And so my coaches from that time, I knew what they gave me. I could give to the next generation in a different Mm -hmm. way, but taking from what they have taught me. Mm -hmm. Um, And also every coach that I've worked for since day one, right. You, and I've been a head coach, like you've learned something new that they've given you. And honestly, like the influence that they put on me has only kept me mm. to want to keep doing this. Yep. Wow. And, um, put. Yeah. So paying it forward, the just yeah. re- reciprocating the osmosis. So, and that's day we've heard that I, I can't count how many times in, in different manner of words. And we say yeah. a lot of times coach, you're, when you're a coach, there's a different blood type about you guys. I think there's like, maybe, maybe you guys are all like, I don't know, be positive or something, but there's just like this presence about every coach that we talk to in some facet to where there's a drive, there's a passion, there's a want to make others around you better. And you're still, you know, while you're at the top, you're still wanting to make others around you better. And that's, that's always been an impressive part of, of this sport to me is you have an ability to influence so many girls like the way you've been influenced. And that goes so much deeper. Dane, we probably heard it a thousand times with these interviews. Yeah. Yeah. I can't oh, yeah. tell you, I can't tell you maybe, maybe one baseball player or basketball player we talked to where it's like, Hey, I'm out there, you know, kind of doing this, this pay it forward with softball. Everyone wants to help each other and they yeah. don't, and you guys are competing, but you're also doing it out of a different place of love. And I don't know, coach, it's just, it's, it's an interesting to see the way you, you, you do that. So, wow. Dane, help me out here with that question for, because, um, <laughs> yeah, with the next well, I mean, the the message we get is you know leave it better than you found it. It's, yeah, it's kind of the way to sum it up. Absolutely. But on, on this next one, you're going into this uh, 2023 season with the this this team. What what do you see in the this next season for you? I mean, joining this these girls, what kind of impact are you you know wanting to make right out of the block to show them what what they can yeah. do to, to be at their maximum what do you see in the future here for 2023 as for yourself and as a team yeah um you know I never stop learning like I'm constantly going like just getting back from convention the mm-hmm. NFCA convention and picking the minds of everybody um you know you sit there and you get a little bit of time to you know kind of go over where you're at in your career where you're at um, as a person. And honestly, like you just get more excited. It's like a, it's 
fill your cup type of moment. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's, that's what I want to make a difference in everybody's lives that I've come in touch with. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I started here in with this, this brand new pro or this brand new team. And, um, they accepted me with open arms mm-hmm. and I've been in the bullpen all fall working with our pitchers. Um, and they have just, they're, they're like sponges. Um, they, <laughs> they want it all, you know? And so they have some big goals for themselves individually and some big goals as a team. And so my thing is, is, you know, the bigger the goals are for some of these, like for these players, you know, it only makes me want to work harder for them yeah. to strive to meet their goals. And so we've got some some big things that we want to accomplish this year individually and as a team. And so they've put their, you know, nose to the ground and and are and are working for it, you know. Yeah. Um, and they they want to accomplish it. You know, they had a really good season last year. Um, and they're only looking to continue it. And I'm really excited that I get to be a person that's a part of this program. Yeah to kind of help them grow that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, these, these athletes are hardworking people and they give everything they've got as people Definitely. and as players every day. And, you know, it, it makes Man. me excited to show up every single day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And it's, it's so kind of maybe breaking down that question. Cause it's very clear that you have a positive influence on so many girls and even some of the players that have like messaged me, Oh, it's cool. You got coach coming on. Tell her we, we love her. You know, you can see that, that, what you're doing obviously off the field is there, you know, from an influence standpoint, you carry a lot of, of command. Do you get hyped about what, being at the elite level? Does it impress you uh, say win records, loss records, things like that? Is there for a moment, the competitive side of me as a dad watching even my kid play, do you have every year, maybe a goal of what you're going to go after yeah. coach? Yeah. Like we want these many wins just out of curiosity. Some people do, some people don't, you know, what's your stance on that? You know? I mean, obviously you want to finish pretty top in your conference, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big goal for us. But as far as wins, as far as things like that, mm-hmm. um, no, because if you're preaching every single day that this is what you're wanting to accomplish and being a good person and working hard and all the mm-hmm. things are going to come, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's hard to focus on an outcome because if you get stuck solely on an outcome, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to be more defeated when some of those outcomes don't come, you know, right. right? That's good. So yeah. You could totally, heck, you could throw a no hitter and still lose the <laughs> ball game. Right. Yeah. That's true. So, <laughs> That's true. So, um, but as far as like those little things, I mean, during games and things, we have goals that we want to focus on, you know, in, in the pitching area for us, like for what I work with. Um, but you know, things that you want to accomplish, I don't try to base a lot of things on numbers per se. Mm-hmm. Um, because some, how you start the season, you're going to feel great. Well, six games in, you're going to start feeling more exhausted, you know? Um, and how do you handle, um, overcoming adversity? How do you handle, you know, school work life balance, right? With freshmen and all of the above. So, um, but there's no true hard, hard numbers. Um, but obviously we, if we focus on the little details every single day, the big details are going to come at you. I love it. So outcomes are important, but at the same time, outcome isn't the end all be all. I like that. Um, That's good. And you can tell, you can tell us speaking from a true uh, coach, picking coach, when you use those terminology, I love it. You know, and it's like, I love it. So I, man, we could talk deep for hours. I do always like to take a little segment that we do. We transition into some fun stuff. 
and we, me and Dane, I think we say this all the time, Dane, um, and I think it's almost like a mantra now. If you don't, nobody else laughs, Coach Dane and I are going to laugh at these pieces. So just some silly stuff that we do that it's just, just to kind of break the ice and maybe shed some light yeah. on personality, okay? So rapid fire, first thing that comes to your mind, can't think about it, just got to spit it out, okay? Sounds good. Okay, favorite celebrity with the first name starting with letter L. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm racking my brain. Too. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Oh, man. I'm gonna throw out Laura Heberling right there. Oh, I love it. Oh, there you I go. Yeah. It. Shout out to Coach. Oh, I love Heck it. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. the biggest one I know so far. So I, I joke when I say this at PG Show. What's the last thing on your Google search? Oh, Google search. Um. Oh man. Um. Um. United Airlines. Okay. okay. <laughs> I love it. So next one. Red Hot Chili Peppers or Rob Zombie? Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, we've had a coach tell us that he's in love with like hard metal. So I'm just saying. You I know. love it. Okay. That's awesome. So what is one, okay, non-softball related. We know you're stud there. What's a hidden talent the audience would not know that you can do? Oh man, hidden talent. Um, like, like some people say drawing, you know, things like that, right? Like we had a girl last episode that could battle like a freestyle rap to Ice Ice Baby. It's pretty cool. So, <laughs> so what's, what's your hidden talent? <laughs> I can touch my tongue to my nose. <laughs> I love it. That's cool, man. So, hey, you know, um, and what comedian or actor or celebrity never fails to make you laugh? Oh, man. Back in the day, Robin Williams. Good yep. dude. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good dude. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, can't go wrong. So that's just a little segment we do, just personality, little stuff, you know. So yeah. you passed, by the way. There's no wrong answers. <laughs> so, uh, Dan, let me kick it back to you, man, for the next segment. <laughs> now, on this one, we kind of get back into it to, you know, kind of pick your brain. And, you know, for a lot of our audiences, we kind of trigger towards uh, pretty much anybody. But, you know, with those younger girls that want to get to, you know, your level or to work under you possibly is there a philosophy that you can kind of pass to them to kind of help them along if you know when they're listening they could something that could resonate with them you know is, is there a mantra or a, or a philosophy you can leave to a younger girl or any girl for that matter yeah um my big thing is i know we talk about it but i mean you're playing this game not for something of the scholarship you're playing because you love this game mm -hmm. um but my biggest advice is no matter what, if you want to play college softball, there is a place for everybody to play mm -hmm. out there. You just have to find the right fit of what you want. And it always, you know, any type of level, D1, D2, D3, NJCAA, all of the above, NAIA, like find a place and love what you do. Oh, excellent. Wow. That's that. I'm just, so be, be where you, where your feet are, love what you do. Some of those just things that I hear and that's in a different way of saying it. Uh, I like what you're saying. And you hit on something too, coach. Uh, Cause Dane's got another one, but I, I, you said something that I've never heard another coach say before. You said, you're not here because of your scholarship that like, boom, hold on a second. It's the other way around. A lot of times people are getting a scholarship to go do something. You're saying, your scholarship becomes because of love. Yeah, it's backwards. That, that wow. Yeah. It's just I can't I can't really expand that anymore, Dane. But the scholarship yeah. is because you love the game. Yeah. You don't have a scholarship. Yeah. That, so that was just awesome. So go ahead, Dane. That's how to break uh, that down. Uh, being a, I was going to ask. Just I have a daughter of a. My daughter's a pitcher. 
whenever you're working with any of your pitchers, whether it be uh, a girl that's coming in, whether it be a freshman or a, a transfer, or even the older ones on your team, when, when things aren't going right in the circle for them, maybe a ball isn't spinning or ball isn't moving the way it should, or they're just kind of having a, you know, their mental space isn't right. What are, what is something that you go and tell them when they're either on the mat or in the circle or on the bullpen that kind of helps, you know, pick them up a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, something that I always try to revert to. So when you're on the mound and a pitcher maybe is struggling or their spin's not working all of the above, I always mm-hmm. try to take the pressure off of them as the pitcher and put it on what you need to do for your teammates, right? <laughs> like you're struggling to hit the zone. Like, hey, right now your th- your your defense is awesome. Go get them a ground ball right here. Mm-hmm. Like, put more of the emphasis on doing it for your team at that moment instead mm-hmm. of trying so hard to be perfect with a spin or a spot or mm-hmm. you know just missing the zone. Like dial it back in and do it for something else okay great man i just yeah (laughs) go ahead i would say and and with that it is there's something you guys do as an organization that kind of helps you know not just pitchers but the rest of the team because you know they they go into college or before that they're going in and they're at tournaments with mom and dad family now they come in it's all alone. They're all alone. I mean, yeah, your softball team becomes your family, but is, is there something that you guys do with, you know, counselors or anything like that to help these girls with the mental side of the game? Yeah. So um, we have sports psychologists, we have different types of um, psychologists for mental health, all of the above. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing is, is when they're, if a, if a player is trying to get better at, or, is going through something like we advise them to get help in that area, Mm -hmm. ask Mm -hmm. for it because it's only going to help you grow as a human being, number one. And then it's going to, and it's going to help you translate over into the field and in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, we have um, everything from like a nutritionist to um, we have our athletic trainers who are great. We have our strength and conditioning. We have psychologists for, the sports side, the mental health side. I mean, all those different type of things that are going to help guide you in a direction that ultimately is going to help you be successful. I mean, everything from a, um, you know, you have your um, academic counselor, you have your tutors, you have all of the above. And I always say, if you're really like having a hard time in any area, there's some, it's hard not to be successful in that part of it. You got to go do it. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So, and you, you, I, I'll say this, Dane, talk about someone who has got a balance on a handle on things. So let me just kind of freeze frame for a second. Coach and I were kind of touching base today, kind of prepping for this and mm-hmm. coach, you're handling like elite, co- elite coach girls look up to you, balancing family life, balancing like holiday season. It's like this whole side of the, the coach that we see awesome superstar uh, out there. And then, Hey, the real life side too, you're still managing your personal family life too. And that's yep. a balance that a lot of us parents have asked about because we're, you know, coming up 12, 14, 16, you uh, even, you know, all that. And we can't really imagine yet what it's going to be like at that level of what you guys get to. And it's good to see someone like yourself. It was cool just hearing like, Hey, this is a normal day for me. I'm kind of doing some shopping. Uh, mm-hmm. I, have, I have this great program, this great 
um, outlet, this platform. And then there's the other side too. We're still connecting the family. So it just, I guess coach, it kind of gives us hope <laughs> that yeah. when we get to the level of what you are, there's still a, yeah. there's still yeah. some semblance of normality at the same time of being at the top of your yeah. field. So that's kind of what stood out to me too. What do you think, Dane? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we all need to hear that. I mean, especially with parents, you know, it's always, you know, we, I mean, myself, you have a tendency to push, 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 push. And then you think, okay, your daughter's, you know, kind of not really having a mental breakdown, but she's kind of having struggles with it emotionally. Yeah. And you think, okay, I better back off. So mm-hmm. it's nice to know that these programs that we talk to and all these players, they start tackling that side of it now and telling more yeah. candidly about that. So and, you, yeah. and that's, and that's great. And that's, like I say, all these little pieces and parts that everybody's kind of filled in make this sport turn the way it is. And, and, you know, that's why we love it. It's a great chemistry coach and a great camaraderie. And like I said, it was, it was so cool. Um, you know, and I, and I waited when we approached you, we're like, you know, we've been watching you for a while and I, I kid you not, it was, it was as busy as you are. I don't think it took more than a day. It was like, I would love to. And it just, it was so you know gracious the way you, you responded back. And um, just the way, the way you want to, I guess, build the brand that we're in that same boat. We want to continue to showcase the great work that coaches like yourself are doing. And we say it all the time, whether it's someone at yourself, like at the elite level or a 10 coach, who's just getting, you know, some girls under them to help make them, you know, better athletes. The message is the same, pay it forward leave it better than you found it for the love of the game don't do it for any reason than you love it um we, we work with all volunteer coaches and it's like like you you, you probably volunteer way more of your time than, than you admit and you know what i'm saying it's just there's a love for the game that we we it's infectious to hear from you so kind of in closing because we appreciate you taking time out of your holiday week were there any maybe last words for your girls out there listening or your players or the audience at all yeah um you know i just still go back to it um I believe that this game can give you so much more than just what's on the field. It will help you in the next phase of your life as what I am now. I backtrack and, you know, I am able to, I don't even like the term balance anymore. Cause yeah. I just juggle it. <laughs> um, but you know, that it, it starts at a young age and, you know, make sure that when you're out there, you're playing because you love the game. Yeah, I love also that. making sure that, you're thanking your parents for everything that they do um, mm-hmm. with the amount of money that they spend the weekends away, all of the above um, and make it because you honestly do love it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, there is a place for everybody to play out there. You know, I was, uh, I started off at a Juco and it was probably one of the like two best years of my life to start mm-hmm. off in college. Mm-hmm. And it, it's fine. Re- find your fit right? Find your fit of what's going to make you happy and how you can grow as a human. And then the next thing is there's so much being thrown at um, these young ladies. There's so many things being um, thrown at these young ladies that they sometimes forget to find out who they are, you know, don't get caught up in the social media sense. Um, You know, be confident. And I'm a big believer. If you start building the confidence and who you are as a person, it's going to make things in your athletic academic life that much easier because you always have the right person to fall back on. And that's you. You know, I mean, I'm a big believer in it. And, you know, I'm I'm so thankful that I have a family and a husband with two kids that Mm -hmm. support what I get to do every day. But I love I love coaching. I'm so passionate about it. And, you know, every day that I get to go out there, I I just am enjoy because it's it's so much fun to be able to make a, a difference. In people's <laughs> yeah, we, lives. Can, we can and, hear it, man. Yeah, we can hear they, that. And they make a difference in my life, you know, yeah. and so. 
they're a part of my family. So I'm so thankful for everybody out there and um, everybody who's been a part of my life. And as I continue to meet new people in this profession. Man. Well, we, uh, we will say this coach, cause you've given us more time than we could have deserved. Uh, I am, I'm so thrilled to have got a chance to break. It's a, it's a different level, the way you break down the game and, and break down life alongside of softball. Me and Dane are honored. We, we learn something every yeah. single time in the audience yeah. too. So coach, we really, really are grateful. Um, definitely we would like to make sure we stay in touch and keep that bond going. We'll be watching you guys. Um, I watch you a lot anyway. Um, um <laughs> we watch so many softball games. I told, yeah. I tell every yeah. player this, we watch probably 400 games a month during season. Cause we're just yeah. constantly picking through and feeds love and it. trying to help our girls, you know? So we will definitely be cheering you on. We'd love to stay in touch. And we just hope that this message that you uh, presented, we continue to carry on that message and, yeah. Make sure the girls have a place uh, for them. So thank you for that, Coach. It yeah, was our thank privilege. Thank you very much. On behalf thank of you. Dean Jay or Dane and Josh and I and the audience listening, this is our final episode before Christmas. So this Merry Christmas present to you is Coach H taking some time to break down the sport and continue to do what we love. So thank you, Dane. Uh, in closing, thanks for listening. We love you. Thank, and Dane. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. Have a good night.